I'm Janet Roper, and you're listening to the Reawaken Right Relationship Podcast. Welcome to this place where we have conversations about creating, nurturing, and sustaining right relationship with all sentient beings. Hey folks, I'm going to invite you to espresso your gratitude for this podcast. If you love listening to this podcast, as I listen to so many podcasts, I'm kind of a podcast nerd, I always think that the podcast is for free because I'm listening to it for free, right? Well, you know what? To consume, yes, podcasts are free, but to create and produce, no, they are not free. Because creating and producing podcasts, it's a labor of love for me, but it's still a labor because there's writing, researching, providing commentary, providing community, contacting guests, interviewing, recording, sound editing, creating the script, creating the social media, promoting. Did I forget anything? Oh, yeah, I did. Um, There's also website and internet expenses. And all of this to provide content and a podcast that hopefully inspires or informs you and leads you to expanded possibilities in the world. How about showing your support by contributing the equivalent of one cup of coffee? That contribution would be greatly appreciated and a great way to show your backing of the podcast that I create and the labor that goes into making it. So the best way to do that is you can either go to my website, janetroper.com, and you will see the link there for Espresso Your Gratitude. Or you can just go to the episode page here and you will see the link to be able to make a contribution. Thank you so much. And it is truly your contributions and support that makes my work sustainable. Welcome to the May Day Potpourri. We are covering May Day. There's a story about lilacs. And you're going to be hearing a story about a hydrangea bush that I thought, and I'm using air quotes around the word thought, that I thought I was doing right by. Then we move to perfectionism, and I'll be sharing a couple of strategies I use to overcome my own perfectionism. So take some time. Get your favorite cup of beverage, whatever that might be. Put your feet up and enjoy this episode. Happy May Day to those who observe it. We are now about halfway between the spring equinox, or the fall equinox if you're in the southern hemisphere, and the summer solstice, which would be the winter solstice in the southern hemisphere. The days are changing, getting either longer or shorter depending on where you live. Each season has its own energies, and when you are in alignment with the natural flow of the season, your life tends to move smoother. Have you noticed that? For instance, now that the days are getting longer, here in Missoula, we're up to 14 hours and 16 minutes of daylight. I notice that I am getting up earlier, I have more energy during the day, I am more active, and I feel organically motivated to do more. There's no way I could do that in the fall and winter time as the days were shortening, try as I might. Each one of us has our own personal memories and celebrations for that season. 
I am sharing a bouquet of lilacs with you, a virtual bouquet of lilacs with you, because lilacs bring up an exceedingly special memory for me. When I was growing up, we would often visit my grandparents' farm. One spring day, my great uncle brought a large galvanized tub brimming with lilacs to my grandmother, his sister. I believe I was about six years old at the time, and I was in awe because I adored lilacs, and the tub was just like the one I took a bath in when I visited my grandparents, and that was pretty special. How about you? What are you noticing about yourself and how you are reacting to the changing days? Or do you have a special memory you'd like to share? If you're so inclined, leave a comment on the blog. I'd love to hear. And by the way, episode number 30 of Everyday Animism podcast is live and you may find it of interest because it deals with May Day. You can listen to it on iTunes or on your favorite podcast platform. This week's episode falls just before May Day, May 1st, or the midpoint in the spring season in the Northern Hemisphere. We explore personal animistic experience at this time and our ways of observing spring as it exists at this point in our year. Enjoy! Just for today, conscious awareness of our thoughts, speech, and actions. How often have you been in a situation where you think the plant is getting enough water because that's the amount of water Google says the plant should be getting? Or you dig your new garden in a certain location because that seems the logical place to dig? Or you go ahead and saddle your horse, even though she is laying back her ears and nipping at you as you tighten the cinch. We've all been in those positions or similar ones, haven't we? The point is, we can recognize those situations for what they are, humans coming from a perspective of entitlement and superiority, and then begin the work of moving forward. We don't have to stay in that hierarchical paradigm. Let me share with you the story of a hydrangea bush. I love gardening, and when I owned my house in Minnesota, I had plenty of room for many luxurious gardens. There was an area outside of my office window where I wanted hydrangeas because, quote, won't it look pretty to look out there and see those hydrangea bushes while I'm working? So off in my car I went, drove the couple of miles to my local nursery, bought a snowball hydrangea bush, got home, plopped it in the ground without any forethought, grace, or ceremony, and then treated myself to a nice cup of iced tea afterwards. Within days, the hydrangea bush was no longer beautiful, but struggling, sad, and weary. So what went wrong? It was time to do things differently. Well, obviously, I should have done my research and made sure that was a good site for the bush and that the ground was prepped properly. But above and beyond that, I pulled the human card and I acted out of entitlement and superiority. After all, I was a human. I knew what I wanted and I knew best how to get it. And I can just sigh over that now. I didn't treat the bush as an equal with her, his, or its own authority and agency. I didn't consult to see if it wanted to come home with me. And once I got it home, I didn't even consult where or if she, he, or it wanted to be planted. I didn't consult with the land about what she, he, or it wanted or needed, or even if that particular spot wanted to support another plant. 
Now, decades later, thanks to learning about right relationship and practicing animism, I am more aware of how my thoughts, speech, and actions affect the beyond human sentient beings. Because we are all equal, and each one of us has our own agency, autonomy, and authority. I am much more conscious of the interaction that we have together and how we affect each other. More specifically, I am aware of their wants, needs, and desires, and how important it is to respond to that instead of pulling the human cards of entitlement and superiority. When we remember the relationships we have with the beyond human sentient beings are about mutuality, cooperation, reciprocity, and exchange, we are already changing our human-centric perspective and nurturing and tending the authentic, equal relationship we have in them, with them. We're all in this together. Moving out of perfectionism. Do you ever get stuck in knowing what to ask for? I do. Sometimes it's hard for me to ask because as a child, I was taught not to ask. But there are also times it's hard to ask because I get stuck in how to ask perfectly. Luckily, my angel horse Shiloh did not have this difficulty when he was in the physical world. Shiloh only had one eye. The left one had been removed. The barn crew used to stack hay in the aisle outside of his stall, which would be on his left side, because they thought Shiloh wouldn't reach over and eat the hay since he couldn't see it. And true, Shiloh did not reach out and nibble at the hay. What he did instead was to pull an entire bale of hay into the back of his stall, placing it on his sided side so he could guard it and nibble on it at his pleasure. Because he did this multiple times and I was the one getting in trouble, I asked him about it. And he replied, you have to know what you want before you can get it. I don't want a nibble. I want bales. Doesn't that make sense? You need to know what you want before you can get it. A common question. Which brings me around to a question I've been receiving lately from both potential and established clients. Folks have been wanting to schedule a session, but have been stuck on how to phrase the questions for the session. They want to ask the perfect questions so that they can get the most information from both of their animal pals and the session. And I get that. I truly do. But in struggling to create the perfect questions, we can find ourselves unintentionally going down the triple rabbit holes of perfectionism, procrastination, and paralysis. Not only are these rabbit holes connected, but they work together to keep us from moving forward to get what we want or need. They leave us feeling stumped, frustrated, and discouraged. And who needs that? So how do we escape the tyranny of the three Ps and start to move forward? Here are a couple of strategies I use in overcoming my own perfectionism. Instead of thinking in terms of a question, I think of a, setting a simple and specific intent for the session. I intend to, and there I put in a verb, so that, and there is the desired outcome. So I intend to, put in your verb, so that, state your desired outcome. I work with the phases of the moon when crafting my intent. So the new moon is about setting intentions, manifestations, and new beginnings. The first quarter is about inspired action, taking a leap, and committing to move forward. The full moon is about harvesting endeavors, introspection, and releasing what doesn't serve. 
And the last quarter is about gratitude and celebrating your accomplishments. Don't let the phrasing of your intent or questions be daunting. Be sure to tune into next week's episode when our guest is Jules Rive. Jules currently lives in Wisconsin, where she works as a nature-based mentor. She continues to expand her knowledge regarding how to live in right relationship with earth and nature, and is particularly enthusiastic about her ties with the land and the trees. Do you love what you're hearing on this podcast? I sure hope so. And if you are loving it, I ask that you show support by liking it and leaving a comment or review on whatever platform you are listening to this on. You can also show your support by sharing it with your friends and family. And I so appreciate your help. Thank you. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, here are some other podcasts that you might enjoy. Everyday Animism, which is a podcast which I co-host with two exceptional women, Kelly Harrow of SolintonArts.com and Brandis Schnabel of SoulfulFocus.com. In this podcast, we talk all things animism and particularly how it impacts everyday life. You can find the podcast Everyday Animism here on Anchor or on your favorite podcast platform. Another podcast that you might enjoy is What in the Weird, and that is What in the W-Y-R-D, which is hosted by Kelly Harrell. Here, Kelly brings in the runes as she takes animism to a deeper level, and she also explores soul tending and sacred activism. The 20 plus years that I have spent writing, speaking, podcasting, and sharing what I know with you have all been to support your life and relationship with the animals and the other nature beings you love so dearly. I share what I know and intuit freely, a gift from my heart and spirit to you and the sentient beings of the world. It's a body of work grounded in love and infinite respect for all life, because we all do better when all creatures do better. If you find my work helpful, if an article or a podcast has inspired or informed you or expanded possibilities in your world, a donation would be deeply appreciated as a way to show your support. You can make a payment of any amount at paypal.me backslash Janet Roper, or simply go to my website, www.janetroper.com, and at the top you will see a tab that says Make a Contribution, and you can make your contribution there. I thank you very much. Your contribution makes my work sustainable. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you have enjoyed hearing this, remember to subscribe to the podcast on Anchor or iTunes. And if you would like to follow more of my work, please visit www.janetroper.com.